Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. So someone please explain to me using just basic English language terminology. I don't need anything fancy here. Just explain to me how it makes sense that you're going to force the members of our military, unquestioned heroes, right? No one seriously questions otherwise. It takes a whole lot of bravery to raise your right hand and swear to protect and defend the United States of America and its citizens, literally putting your life on the line. How those heroes get subjected to a vaccine mandate, despite the fact that many of them may have natural immunity, and some of them may have some medical conditions or reasons for not taking a vaccine. Why subjecting them, those heroes, to a vaccine mandate is okay, but opening the southern border to people who aren't heroes at all, people who've decided to break our laws to come here illegally. I'm not talking about immigrants. I'm talking about people who've broken our laws. Illegal immigrants who've come here, but they're not subjected to a vaccine mandate. If someone can explain that to me without fancy talk, without your nonsense, without word salads, made-up words, just explain it to me in common sense. I'd love to hear it. We'll get to that. Also, some really, I think, shocking video. Dr. Redfield, formerly of the CDC, when it was sane under the Trump administration, coming out and saying some things we all need to hear. we got a packed show today. Protect your online privacy today. Get a VPN. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino. Don't wait. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. Let's get right to it. Um, I've got that. And also, I... Said yesterday during my radio show, I didn't get to it during the podcast, but it's important I do. There's an excellent article by Dr. Marty McCari, one of the most common sense guys. We had him on the radio show as a guest about the downsides of these masks. You need to hear it with your kids. It's not just what you think. Oh, they're dirty. Yeah, they are dirty. But there's more. Loaded show today. Listen, if you're a listener of my show, you know, I've suffered from poor quality sleep. I found a fix. I got a really good mattress, number one. But secondly, I found these glasses, the Blue Block Sleep Plus Blue Light Blocking Glasses. My sleep quality's gone through the roof. I have the proof right here. You know, I wear this ring here that measures my sleep. It's gone. It's gotten so much better since I started wearing these glasses. Blue Blocks offers three options. They're blue light computer glasses and the Summer Glow blue light glasses to wear during the day when working with, screen, with screens or under artificial light. And my favorite, the Sleep Plus glasses. I wear them about three hours before bedtime there to help create more sleep hormones to aid with better sleep, and they work. Glasses come in non-prescription and prescription and reading options. Blue Blocks is made in optics laboratories in Australia. They're not mass-produced in factories in Asia. They have stylish frames with science-backed technology. Blue Blocks analyzes light, and they only filter the damaging wavelengths so you can be your healthiest self. They filter 100% of UV light. Don't settle for those cheap pairs. They don't work. These are worth the money. Since wearing the Sleep Plus Blue Light Blocking Glasses from Blue Blocks, my sleep's incredible. I sleep longer, deeper, and I feel a lot better. They have styles for everyone with a, a virtual try-on on the app. Find glasses for every need. Blue Light for a digital eye strain, Summer Glow for low mood, a Migraine Sleep Plus for improving your sleep. They have other amazing products such as low blue light bulbs, red light therapy devices, and 100% blackout sleep masks backed by science. Blue Block ships worldwide in rapid time, and they have easy returns and exchanges. Go to blueblocks.com slash Bongino and use coupon code Bongino to save 15%. That's blueblocks, B-L-U-B-L-O-X.com slash Bongino. Use coupon code Bongino to save 15%. All right, thanks, Blue Box. Those work. All right, Joe. Let's go. Now we're here. Whoa, 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 whoa. Mom. That's a little much. Ooh. Even for me on a two. That's a little fire that's a little up, much. That's up. a lot. That's a lot of all right for a two. It's only Tuesday. Save that for like Thursday. We got it. We're not even past hump day yet. That was a that. little much for me. <laughs> you gotta take that down. Maybe edit seven seconds out of that all right. Maybe to edit it to twelve seconds. So we only have five seconds of all right. I just kidding. I love Joe. But it is Tuesday. Hey, listen, this video uh, really should toast your muffins a little bit because it's Dr. Redfield. Dr. Redfield, um, listen, he said some things in the past I disagree, especially about masks. 
But he's a doctor. He has some credibility here. He worked in the Trump administration, so I trust him. Dr. Redfield was the former head of the CDC. And he says yesterday on an excellent interview on Martha McCallum's show, he brings up the point that, folks, this thing isn't going anywhere, this coronavirus and its variants. And he brings up a very troubling point. And one of the reasons you can't trust big tech or politicians anymore, that the Wuhan lab leak theory is not just about exposing the Chinese Communist Party. That's a big part of it. Granted, point stipulated, a huge part showing China's malfeasance. But the big part of what Redfield says here is once we realize and draw the conclusion that this thing came from a lab, which looks obvious at this point. The way we handle it has to be different. It was engineered to infect humans. It didn't evolve over decades or millennia to infect humans. It was designed specifically to infect humans. And that means this. If this was engineered in a lab, what does that tell you about the potential for the variants from an engineered virus once it starts mutating? Yeah, I think this is one of the reasons. It's not just that it's mutating. This virus is replicating at a high capacity in humans. And as a consequence, the risk for variant evolution is extremely high. You know, we dealt with the UK variant. Everyone thought that was pretty bad. It was twice as infectious. But lo and behold, three, four months later, we had the Delta variant and now it's a dominant variant in the United States. You know, sadly, I'm going to predict that, you know, within, you know, two, three, four months, we're going to have another variant. And that variant's going to be more infectious than the Delta variant. That's how this evolution is taking place because this virus got a jump start by being one of the most infectious viruses in humans. You know, I, again, my anger and rage at the big tech, the liberal, rhino, anti-science, anti-free speech establishment and the, the joke clown media that they suppressed this lab leak theory from the start so that there was no public initiative to get to the bottom of it because they tried to squash it outside of the conservative ecosystem, right? The fact that they squashed that leads to things like this, where scientists actually believe this thing was a natural evolutionary virus that came from animals. It's not. This thing at this point looks clearly engineered to be some kind of a human bioweapon virus. It is perfectly engineered to attack the human respiratory system. When we know that, we understand a couple of things. Do, oh gosh, if I'm not explaining this well, I'm going to annoy myself because this is a super important beginning and I feel like I'm not doing it justice. If this was a natural virus that had evolved amongst animals, taken decades or whatever, and finally found a way to infect humans, the way it's happened with some traditional respiratory viruses, right? Maybe the variants wouldn't be as big of a concern and the vaccines would be a, a better long-term solution. Has everybody got that? But on the other hand, if this thing is some engineered bioweapon or engineered virus, even if it's not a weapon, but was engineered specifically to infect human beings, what Dr. Redfield is saying is true. We will never get rid of this thing, and it'll eventually find a way to evade vaccines, maybe not fully, but largely. We're seeing breakthrough cases now. So what does that mean? I'm asking the liberals, not the conservatives, because this is important. You live here, too, and you're causing us real danger. The rest of it, you're the problem. You think conservatives are the problem, people seeking science. You're the problem. What does it mean? It means maybe we should stop this relentless focus on vaccines. You want to get it? Get it. I hope we find a universal vaccine for this and the flu and whatever. But this has been the exclusive focus. Maybe we should start focusing on what? Therapeutics and treatments, folks. We do it with cancer. I'm living with it. People would love cancer is a mutation. It's not a virus, obviously. People have looked for preventative measures for cancer forever. Gene repair, CRISPR gene repair, and that's great. But on a parallel track, we don't abandon therapeutics. You notice how that conversation's almost completely gone now? Think about that. Imagine that with cancer. No, no, we're going to focus on a gene therapy. Well, what about people who have cancer now? Are we going to give them some therapy, some chemotherapy, some any of that? Some, no, no, we're not going to do any of that. We're not going to focus on that. Those people can die. We're going to focus on prevention. Great. Maybe we should do parallel tracks. 
Joe, am I explaining this well? Because this is a this is a huge, huge issue. And if I'm not your second shot there please. was better. Yeah, it was better. It was more understandable. Okay. Thank you. I think. Mm-hmm. Because this is very important. We abandoned science in the beginning by suppressing the lab leak theory, which led a group of scientists and media people who knew what they were doing, by the way, to go down this one road. Oh, we can stop this thing. All we need is a vaccine. That's not what happened. This thing looks clearly engineered in a lab. It will, it's a, the perfect virus for human beings. It will eventually evolve its way around vaccine science. And it's time for us to say, because this is a perfectly engineered virus to infect human beings, maybe it's time to learn to treat human beings because we're going to have this virus forever. Redfield's pretty clear there. He was only the CDC director. Maybe we should take this man seriously. This is not a small deal. It is time to learn to live with this thing and to learn how to treat it. Antibodies, whatever. Maybe a Marshall Plan-like effort to start to learn how to treat this thing. No one talks about zero influenza. Very few people talk about zero HIV. We've developed treatments and therapeutics, Theraflu, the entire HIV regime they have now, antivirals. We're stuck with it because it's leading these, these, these ridiculous arguments in this anti-science crowd are leading us down the anti-science path. And what they're doing is fracturing America into people like us, just seeking some truth and therapeutics and common sense and nutbags on the left who just want to slap a mask on your face and want you to shut the hell up. This is all this is about for them, is power. You're seeing it now, kind of moving on a little bit from the therapeutics angle on this, but you're seeing it now just when you thought the teachers' unions couldn't humiliate themselves anymore. They managed to up the humiliation scale from a 9.9 to a 9.976. Do you see this embarrassing tweet? from Randy Weingarten, one of the most dangerous people in America right now. I would say that if you had to rate people most dangerous to your kids' future, collective, our children's collective future, Randy Weingarten is easily in the top three. Whether it's her fight against you choosing a good school for your kid, her fight to destroy public school education by making it political indoctrination factories instead, each individual school, whether it's her fight to get away from education, real equality, and push for mask mandates instead. This is one of the most dangerous people in America. She should be completely laughed out of any serious public discussion on education again. But she is the head of one of the most powerful teachers unions, the AFT, and she's an international embarrassment, a cosmic embarrassment. Here's her tweet yesterday. Keep in mind, while reading this tweet, Randy Weingarten, this is a woman who is committed to keeping your kids in garbage schools and is absolutely against you choosing where your kids go to school. So she's against choice for parents. But this is strange. She's all for choice for school districts when they want to put a mask on your kids against your will. Here's her tweet. She says, I agree with President Biden. The least Governor DeSantis and Abbott and these governors like them can do is move aside and let districts decide what is best for them. Talking about mask mandates. This is hilarious. The temerity of this hack, this disgrace to humankind. Randy uh, Weingarten. She is all about schools being able to choose to take away your choice to put a mask on your kid or not. She's all for choice there. But when it comes to getting away from Randy Weingarten and her tyranny, She's absolutely against school choice. Now, luckily, Corey DeAngelis, who does does spectacular work on school choice, wrote a terrific piece about this in the New York Post. It's a must read. It'll be in my newsletter today, Bongino.com slash newsletter. Please read it. Corey DeAngelis, New York Post. Headline, teachers unions mass demands have gotten them in a catch-22 dilemma. Yeah, you think? This is the beatings will continue until morale uh, improves approach. 
Your kids will wear a mask because we told you. Shut your mouth, parents. And if you dare try to get your kids out of the school you pay for, you pay for, you pay for, you pay for with your tax dollars, this hack doesn't want you to even have a choice. D'Angelo sums this up nicely. He says in the piece, these moves put the teachers unions in a dilemma. Teachers unions despise mask mandate bans. They want you mask mandates but they despise anything that threatens their monopoly even more. It's a lose-lose scenario for the unions. They don't want students to be stuck in schools that do not force them to wear masks, but they don't want to let them out either. These teachers unions are, 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 are a total embarrassment to this country. A total embarrassment. The teachers unions need to be demonopolized. That we Folks, we have to decentralize education, allow these students, allow, it's just funny we're even using this word, and these parents, it's their money, they pay for these schools, to get the hell out of this totally broken, disgusting public school system we have. It is a total failure. This will cause generational change, folks. Generational change if we can give parents finally the option to get away from these tyrannical teachers' unions and these broken shredded public schools that have destroyed generations of these kids' lives and potential prosperity. You know, making racists out of their kids by teaching them CRT, school systems with 6 and 7% math competency rates in Baltimore and elsewhere, a total disgrace, a total failure. Get your kids away from these teachers' unions' lunatics immediately. Send them to schools with dedicated, loving teachers. There's a lot of them out there. My daughters are privileged to have them. They are. Get your And that's why I'm an advocate for school choice, not a fraud like these leftists. I want you to have that same privilege, that privilege to be taught by a fantastic teacher that can change your life, not to be stuck like this hack Randy Weingarten in schools obsessed with critical racism theory and masks on your kids' faces rather than education. This woman is a hack. The destruction and, and havoc she's wreaked across America is just incredible. And I don't think people process the damage this woman has done. Here, here's Dr. Redfield again, same interview, addressing a different topic, not the therapeutics or that it's made in a lab but addressing a different topic about these mask mandates. We, I've said to you again for days and weeks that we are spending all of this time on mask mandates, despite focusing on therapeutics and treating this virus, will, will be with us, which will be with us, excuse me, forever, is a total waste of time. Here's Redfield saying, hey, there's not even a lot of data behind these mask mandates, yet they plow right ahead anyway. Check this out. I think it's a fair criticism, a fair criticism. You know, you, you heard the, I think in the Wall Street Journal, they talked about $42 billion of NIH funding yeah. and less than uh, uh, 2% was on COVID. I mean, these are critical questions. Uh, is routine screening twice a week in a school? Is that the real way to limit interschool transmission? Uh, is it, um, you know, wearing mask or not wearing mask? You know, I'm of the point of view that this has to be locally decided uh, as opposed to a general mandate. Um, particularly in the absence of data. But, you know, I've said before, I do believe that masks are better than having received a vaccine that didn't work in you. But that's not to say that I'm convinced that we can make yeah. the statements that the best way to protect kids in school is, uh, as some has advocated, yeah. universal masking. I think maybe better ventilation, maybe better desanitation, maybe routine testing twice a week to identify silent epidemic, maybe reinforcing in parents that they don't send their kids to school if they're sick and they don't send them to school if their siblings are sick. So do you think the current S CDC rule that all kids should wear masks, you're saying that the current CDC is wrong on this issue? I'm saying that I haven't been able to review data that supports that recommendation. Well, we have data coming up that doesn't support that recommendation at all for universal masking. An excellent piece by Marty Macari in the Wall Street Journal. One quick note before I get to my uh, second sponsor, and then I get to this Macari piece, which you need to hear. And please print it, give it to your school board again, and demand answers if they want masks on your kids. Demand them. Don't ask. Demand them. They work for you. This is our country. We need to start acting like it. It's not theirs. They work for us. We don't work for them. 
I am tired of these cocky, arrogant public officials. We have them in the town I live in. They sit there in their little elevated platform during their meeting. You may speak, young minions. We're Your three minutes is up. They work for us. We don't work for them. Your school boards. I want you to print this article. But uh, just a quick note again. Rand Paul has been an outspoken advocate against these mandates. And he is calling now for civil disobedience, which I agree with. Rand Paul put his call to action on YouTube. It was banned. It was taken down. His account was suspended. Today's breaking news. The statement he made is up on his Rumble account where he's going to be posting now. Uh, Go to Rand Paul's Rumble account. Watch it. I have it on my parlor account too. the video. Please check it out. YouTube is now attacking Rand Paul for speaking out for liberty and freedom. This is how these communists are. These disgusting communists at YouTube. I'm, I'm not happy today, folks. I'm really sorry. I've got that, the Macari article, also a Ron DeSantis strikes again coming up. Well, I didn't tell you guys about that, did I? But we don't have to make it a DeSantis strike. It can just be a regular DeSantis strikes again. All right, my second sponsor is our friends at Simply Safe. When Simply Safe's home security's uh, the founders, Chad and Eleanor Lorenz, uh, designed their first security system in their kitchen. They did it for a very personal reason. Their friends just had their home broken into. Nobody likes that. It happened to me. It was a really terrible experience. So they were struggling to find a security system simple to set up, but would make them feel safe. I had my house broken into. It was a really dreadful experience. And once it happens, God forbid, knock on wood, it didn't happen to you or anyone else. It's hard to look at your house again the same way. You start saying, was he here? Was he there? It was just a bad experience. You got to feel safe. That's what Simply Safe does. They've been doing it since that moment 15 years ago when they invented this system here. They have a passion to protect people. It drives every engineering detail in its products and it motivates every interaction with its customers. And the thing is, Simply Safe just makes it really easy. It takes about two minutes to customize the system on their website. It's simplysafe.com slash Dan Bongino. That's the website. Simply Safe has highly trained security experts ready when you need them. Whether it's, God forbid, during a fire, burglary, a medical emergency, or even just when you're setting up the system. There's always someone there who has your back to keep you safe and make sure you feel safe. As a listener of my show, you can save 20% on your Simply Safe security system and get your first month free when you sign up for interactive, for interactive monitoring service. How do you get it? Go to simplysafe.com slash Dan Bongino and customize your system and start protecting your home and family. Do it today. That's simply with an I, S-I-M-P-L-I, simplysafe.com slash Dan Bongino, simplysafe.com slash Dan Bongino. All right, back to the show. So uh, Ron DeSantis is struck back again against these. <laughs> I said, Locus, we have that branded say. I didn't tell Gee. You got it? I'll play. Cue it up. All right, we could use that. <laughs> We love Ron DeSantis here, as you know. We have our own, uh, what do they call those, lighters or whatever? I don't know. I don't know the industry lingo. He knows it. But I usually tell him before him. So Ron DeSantis has struck back against these mandates that Dr. Redfield and others are now speaking out against. Or maybe Redfield was mild in his criticism. I've been a little more harsh. But Ron DeSantis, you can see in the Daily Mail headlines. Daily Mail, longest headlines ever. Headlines the size of uh, War and Peace. They say, uh, Governor Ron DeSantis, I got to cut some words out. Governor Ron DeSantis threatens to withhold salaries of school district superintendents or board members if they defy his executive order, banning compulsory face masks. Oh, my gosh. It's a long. But here it is in a nutshell. DeSantis has banned mask mandates. And if you institute one, he may stop you from getting paid. Now, why does this story matter? I didn't just throw it in there for a funny Ron DeSantis strikes again. Although it is funny how often Ron DeSantis strikes again because we love Ron DeSantis here. Guy's the biggest Ron DeSantis fan ever. I love the guy too, but Guy really loves Ron DeSantis. Here's why this matters. Discussed it yesterday in a podcast and on the radio program. We are never going to beat back the left in the political and culture wars and the ideological fights ever. We will continue to lose. Until we learn to do what? I said it yesterday. Pop quiz. We have to start imposing real material losses on the left. It's the only way. I believe it's Michael Anton where I first read this, and he's right. 
The left wins because they impose real losses on us. Real losses. Cancel culture, costing people their jobs. Political losses. Embarrassment. Reputational damage. The left doesn't care. And then what do they do? By imposing real losses, demonetizing people's YouTubes, kicking Rand Paul off YouTube. Perfect example. Posing a real material loss, the loss of an account. They scare people. It's a fear campaign. The left are totalitarian tyrants. So is every liberal out there. They are. They foam at the mouth. They scream at the sky because they are crazy totalitarian maniacs. It's why they can't stop shutting up. They can't shut up about this mask thing. It's a symbol of power to them. You will put a mask on and shut your mouth because we told you. They love this. These are sick people. The DeSantis thing matters because DeSantis gets it. It's time to impose a real material loss on them. Good. You're a school superintendent. You want to violate Florida, the Florida executive order by DeSantis and impose a mask mandate? You go right ahead. Our kids will impose a loss on you by pulling a students out. You, can, you now have school choice in Florida. Okay? That's number one. You have to do this. Listen to me if you're in Florida. Your school imposes a mask mandate. Pull them out. Get with the Florida school choice program. Immediately. Don't wait. I'm not here giving you orders. I'm telling you, impose real material losses on the school. You want a mask mandate? You're going to have no students left. Good luck. Real material losses. Real material losses. Sorry, I don't mean to be obnoxious today. Tattoo it on your skulls. Material losses. These teachers will be teaching no one with their masks on. They'll have their mask on. And the superintendents and the principals of the schools will not get paid. Oh, my gosh, Dan, that sounds harsh. It is harsh. We're losing our country to a bunch of leftist maniacs who foam at the mouth like rabid dogs. It's time to impose real losses. Oh, that could result in bad PR. Good. Who cares? You want to win or you want to play cutesy time? You want to be a tough guy? School superintendent, we're going to mask these damn kids and their parents can shut them up. Okay, good. You're not getting paid and the kids are leaving. Humiliate these people. Humiliate them. They will go bankrupt and be out of jobs. Real material losses. Get it in everyone. Tattoo it on your cerebral cortex. It is not good enough to win over the Washington Post op-ed column. People have to lose money, prestige, and potentially jobs. They have done it to us forever. They have no moral high ground here. Sorry about the tone of the show. I really, I don't mean to sound obnoxious to you. You're my loyal, awesome audience. A big thank you, by the way. We, some survey just came out. The podcast is blowing up, so thank you. It's not at all directed at you, so forgive my anger. I just, there are just people out there who still believe we're in cutesy time. Oh, my gosh, it's a PR fight. We'll win any, we're not, there's no PR fight. This is an actual, actual political fight now, a struggle. It's not PR. It's either they impose losses on us or we impose losses on them. Print this article. Why should we start imposing losses on them? Because the masks are not cost-free on your kids, folks. Great article by a guy who's become... Jim, can we maybe get him back this week? I know you listen to the show, producer Jim. From the, he's the only one who listens live. Can we get Marty Macari maybe back on Friday about this? The case against masks for children. Dr. Marty Macari and Cody Meisner. It's abusive to force kids who struggle with them to sacrifice for the sake of unvaccinated adults. Print this. It's in my newsletter today, bongino.com slash newsletter. Hand it out at your next school board meeting and demand everyone on the school board that works for you, works for you, read it and answer every one of these. We're going to go through four points in this article. We'll go through them quick. He says, number one, importantly, in the beginning of the article, I'll get to this in a second, but he brings, this is not in the screenshot. He says there's only one retrospective study on masks and kids. And the study deeming uh, positive or negative results was deemed inconclusive on if masks were a benefit to kids. Just one. 
inconclusive. So we're putting a face diaper on everyone's kid for what? An inconclusive study? Yeah, that's what they want. Say no, real material losses. Okay, back to the piece. Why should you say no? Because while masks, he says, may be for everyone, that isn't true. Some people will tell you, oh, masks, it's no big deal. It's not an imposition. Kids don't have any problem with it. No, no, that's not true. Some children may be fine wearing a mask, but others struggle. Those who have myopia can have difficulty seeing because the mask fogs their glasses. This has long been a problem for medical students in the operating room. Thank you, Dr. Macari. My daughter, Isabel, has complained about this now for months. She wears glasses. What does she do? She has to take the mask off multiple times, gets yelled at, has to clean off her glasses all the time. She touches her face. This is not a small deal. I thought we're not supposed to be touching our faces. Now they're touching their faces more. You may say, okay, Dan, well, my kid doesn't have glasses, so, you know, mask mandates aren't a big deal. Oh, no, it gets worse, folks. Here's number two. Masks can cause severe acne and other skin problems. The discomfort of a mask distracts some children from learning. By increasing airway resistance during exhalation, masks can lead to increased levels of carbon dioxide in the blood. And masks can be vectors for pathogens if they become moist or are used for too long. So we have problems with kids with glasses, potential acne, learning problems, breathing issues, and a buildup of uh, pathogenic bacteria inside, maybe fungi, inside the mask. Sounds great. Sounds like a real awesome thing to do. Stick the mask on the kids. Fogging, acne, learning problems, breathing issues, bacteria, pathogen buildup. Sounds wonderful. For By the way, uh, yeah, but the upside so great. No, there, there's no upside. There's an inconclusive study. That's all we have right now. Shouldn't say there's no upside. There may be a slight upside because precision does matter. But the study they did that was done retrospectively, according to Dr. McCarry, is inconclusive. It gets worse. Do you know about this? Ireland announced it won't require masks in schools. Why? Because they think it'll exacerbate anxiety or breathing difficulties for some students. Some children compensate for difficulties by breathing through their mouths. Well, chronic and prolonged mouth breathing can alter facial development. Oh, that sounds great. It's well documented that children who mouth breathe because adenoids block their nasal airways can develop a mouth deformity and elongated face. No worries, folks. Now you got glass fogging, acne, learning issues, breathing problems, bath pathogens, bacteria, fungi, potential facial development problems, and anxiety. Sounds like a win-win for me. Sounds just peachy, doesn't it? Just a, yeah, left. That's right. Easy. It's just a mask. There's no downside. Really? Are you this stupid all the time, or do you just reserve that for Tuesday? Let's get to the last one. This one, I think, is the saddest of all. He says, what about the possible psychological harm of widespread masking? That's an even greater worry. Facial expressions are integral to human connection, particularly for young kids who are only learning how to signal fear, confusion, and happiness. Covering a child's face mutes these nonverbal forms of communication and can result in robotic and emotionless interactions, anxiety, and depression. Seeing people speak is a building block of phonetic development. It's especially important for children with disabilities, such as a hearing impairment. Folks, what else do you need to hear? Glass fogging, acne, learning issues, breathing issues, bacteria and fungi in the mask, facial development problems, anxiety, potential depression, and a problem with kids' development because they can't see facial expressions impairing their social development. Sounds wonderful, folks. Sounds just great. And yet you have sick demented liberals who don't care about any of this, who say, put the mask on and shut up. Don't you ask any questions of me. I am a liberal tyrant. Shut your mouth. Along the lines of what Rand Paul said before he was banned by YouTube. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for civil disobedience here. I told my daughter and I told everyone else, anyone who will listen, who's a friend of mine, they are all objecting to these mask mandates. Your kid mandates a mask in the school, and you don't believe it's in your kid's best interest. You want to put a kid in a mask? No problem. No one should make fun of anyone else. You want to wear one? That's fine. You make your call. 
But I'm telling you now, it is time for mass disobedience. They have 30 kids in that class, and 20 don't believe they should wear them, and 20 should show up without them. Let them expel everyone. That's right. Dare them. Dare them to do it. All for a virus that, thank the Lord, has a hospitalization rate for kids with COVID, not from COVID, meaning they're hospitalized for a number of reasons, and they find out in hospital they have COVID. The hospitalization, 5 to 17 kids per 100,000 are hospitalized with, not necessarily for COVID, which amounts to 250 kids. Hard to believe. All right, I want to get into this military and, uh, military and this vaccine mandate story next because the hypocrisy here is, is impossible to get your arms around. On fire. Self-praise stinks, but I'm really, I'm so ticked about this story. I can't take it anymore. The stupid. We live in like a vacuum of stupid. All right, military story coming up. Those are our heroes, and they deserve this. Uh, they deserve some exposure on this. Hey, with stamps.com, you can skip trials to the post office and save on postage. Mail and ship anytime, anywhere, right from your computer. Send letters, ship packages, pay less, a lot less, with discounted rates from not only the U.S. Postal Service, but UPS as well. Stamps.com brings the same U.S. Postal and UPS shipping services right to your computer. They make it easy for small businesses to mail and ship without needing to take a trip to the post office. Can't beat that. Print official U.S. postage and shipping labels 24-7 without having to leave your desk or buy any fancy equipment. You know what you need? Just a computer and a standard printer. When your mail's ready, just schedule a pickup or drop it off. It's that simple. Stamps.com's a no-brainer, saving nearly 1 million small business owners like you both time and money. They offer deals you can't get anywhere else, like up to 40% off off postal service rates and up to 66% off UPS shipping rates. And with their switch and save feature, you can quickly compare carriers to find the best rates every time. Don't waste time going to the post office. Stamps.com. Go there instead. There's no risk. If you use my promo code DAN, you get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to Stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in DAN. That's Stamps.com. Use promo code DAN. Stamps.com. Never go to the post office again. Check them out. Worth your time. Saved my butt quite a few times. Okay. I opened up the show addressing this story, and I really would sincerely like someone. Let's put aside for a moment politics. When it comes to our military, there shouldn't be politics here. I, well, there's always going to be politics. I don't want to sound naive. We should minimize politics, more precise way to say it. These are our heroes. No serious person disputes that. The amount of guts and nerve and bravery it takes to go and swear in to be a member of our military, knowing you are literally in putting yourself on the fire. That's what you do. Put yourself on the fire. That is your job to in a violent confrontation with an enemy of this country to put yourself there to try and win and win those wars and win that battle. That, I mean, the amount of bravery to sign up is incredible. And look at the way we treat them under this administration. Washington Examiner, Kaylin Deese, be in my newsletter today. Read it. Spread this story around. Pentagon moves to require members of the U.S. military to be vaccinated. I, I can't believe Now, let me just give both sides because, again, I promised you to minimize politics in this. It's not going to be hard. I don't know if I can even do that, but I'll try. There are vaccines that are mandatory. We get that. Whether you agree with it or not, I'm just, I don't say we get it, meaning we agree. I'm just giving you the facts. Having said that, this is an emergency use vaccine yet. We don't have a long-term track record with it. I'm not, I'm not recommending anything. You do it or don't do it is your call in conjunction with your doctor. I told you I got it. I spoke to my doctor. I have lymphoma. It was my decision. It's not your decision. I don't recommend or not. I'm in no position to recommend to you what to do at all. I'm not going to lie to you, however, though, and try to virtue signal. And say, oh, I, I, That's what I did. It was my call. These heroes in the military may have natural immunity. How long it lasts, we don't know. We've only lived with this virus for about two years. We don't know. However, what we do know is these vaccines are not providing the excellent protection that was promised to us. 
There is some protection against hospitalizations uh, and, and some serious illness, but they were not what was promised to us in many respects by lawmakers and others who claim things that now are clearly not true. So maybe we should take a step back and allow people, allow our heroes in the military who have either medical reasons or have had the infection before, maybe it's time to let them make their own decisions. After all, they made their own decision when they raised their right hand and swore to give their life for yours if necessary. Maybe we owe them a little respect. Explain to me also, back into politics, because now this is a political decision, how treating our heroes like that and mandating that they put a therapeutic, a vaccine, or a medicine in their body potentially in many cases against their will is fair and just while not forcing people who have entered this country illegally. No heroes. You're not here. If you entered the country illegally, illegally, you broke our laws. You're not, don't ever dare compare those kind of folks to people in our military. You broke our laws. We have a series of laws. You said those laws don't apply to me. I'm going to take advantage and walk right in, but they don't get a vaccine mandate. Just take a minute on that, please. I know radio silence is a bit uncomfortable, especially in an audio format like this. But think about that for a moment. People have pledged their lives for yours. Many of them will die and become maimed in combat operations. You're sticking a vaccine down their throat they may not even want. Not trusting them, their doctors, treating them like infants. And yet people who come across our border illegally in absolute violation, no question of our laws, they get a free pass. Explain to me again how that's fair. Not only is there no vaccine mandate at the border, you have grotesque fake media operations because they're not real media. They are nothing more than focus group tested operations for the Democrats They don't have any credibility. No one in America trusts them. No serious person. Only about 20% of, I think, liberals. The rest lie. Even liberals trust these idiots. Here's CNN running interference for the fact that we are letting people in on the southern border who are infected with COVID. That's a fact. That's not open for dispute. We know that because people who are in the country illegally, in the country now, were tested and have COVID. What they're doing doesn't matter. They're in the country. Oh, we told them to stay in a hotel. What do you got, guards in front of the door? No, it's the honor system. Really? It should be the honor system for the military, too. Were you infected before? I was. I may have natural immunity. Okay, thanks. No, no. The honor system for illegal immigrants matters. For a military, double. But you know what? This is the double barrel. You get the actual this time. Sorry, family-friendly, non-family-friendly version today. Not only is there no mandate for people breaking our laws at the border, CNN runs interference for this. Look at this article. Fact-checking claims that migrants on the southern border are to blame for the COVID surge. Are you seriously claiming that the upwards of 200,000-plus people entering the country that they may not have added to this surge? Are you claiming that with a straight face? And you wonder why people openly laugh at CNN and the disgrace this operation's become. Here, here's the CNN piece. Our Sagaino, again, another joke of a human being, Vivek Murthy, a guy who's just an embarrassment. Whatever this guy said, ignore this guy. Follow his advice at your own peril. Here's the Sagaino, Surgeon General and name only. He echoed concerns about the Delta variant saying near the end of July that the thing that's making this possible is the fact that we're dealing with the most transmissible version of COVID-19 that we've seen to date. You get it? You get what he's trying to do there? No, no, it's not the illegal migrants coming in, the immigrants. It's not them, folks. Joe, it's not them. It's just that the Delta variant is very contagious. Right, right. Right. You got it? Joe, Joe makes sense yeah, now? Yeah, thank you, Dan. You feel like you feel better? I do. Okay, good. Joe's got it. Joe, Vivek Murthy explained it. Don't worry. It's not the people coming across the border illegally. It's just a super infectious virus. Uh, Vivek, you are the Sagaino. So, Vivek, how does the virus transmit from oh, person to person? So illegal migrants infected can transmit it to other people, but it's not the people. 
It's the virus replicating in the people. This is the Sagaino. This guy's the Surgeon General. CNN is using the Sagaino to do what? To say it's not the illegal migrants who have the virus. It's the virus inside them as if it's a thinking like organism. I'm really dumber for having read that to you. CNN, what a joke. It's not the potentially tens of thousands of people crossing our border every few months coming across with a highly contagious disease. No, no, it's not them at all. They're not contributing to the surge. No, no, no. It's, it's the, the virus is to blame. It has nasty intentions, the virus. Yeah, that's, that, that makes a lot of sense. Look at this. I have goosebumps now because I'm really, I can't believe we live in this black hole of stupid people right now. I re, I'm like offended I'm alive at this time. I, I really am. I'm like, I wish I was alive with the greatest generation in the 50s, a bunch of 18-year-old heroes that stormed the beaches of, of Normandy. I really do. I really, we are alive with the dumbest people possible right now. People who believe there's 446 genders that illegal migrants infected with coronavirus aren't contributing to the surge at all, that we tell them to stay in a hotel and they're going to stay there, and that our military should be treated like garbage and our kids should be treated as uh, future racists by teaching them critical race. We live with the dumbest people in the history of humankind that are alive right now. There has never been a dumber generation than this generation of liberals, ever. You're a little mad today. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, I am. Yes, sir. I don't like stupid. And we live with the dumbest generation. You know what did Tom Brokaw write the book, The Greatest Generation? I have a publishing. Does somebody out there, a really good author, want to write a book called The Dumbest Generation and do chapter by chapter how stupid America's liberals are? We'll publish that. That'd be a great title. The dumbest, the not so greatest generation. This group of idiots we live with now. All right, let me get this, this company. Talking about not idiots. This is a great company, my friends. Is this a BCM? Yeah, it's a BCM, sure. Thank you to our friends at Bravo Company Manufacturing. You've been a longtime sponsor. What is Bravo Company Manufacturing? They make the best rifles in the business, period. Period, hands down. It was started by a Marine veteran more than two decades ago. Bravo Company Manufacturing, or BCM, they build a professional-grade product built to combat standards. This is because BCM believes in the same level of protection that should be provided to every American, private citizens, soldiers overseas, law enforcement. They are not a sporting arms company. I can't say that enough. BCM, they build, design, engineer, and manufacture life-saving equipment and the best rifles in the business. The two I have are my go-tos. But why are they the best? Because when a rifle leaves their shop, they assume it'll be used, sadly, many of them in a life or death situation. So all that matters is that these things, these things function the right way every single time. Every component of a BCM rifle is hand-assembled and tested by Americans in Heartland, Wisconsin. To a life-saving standard. They build their products because they feel it's their moral responsibility to provide tools that will not fail the end user when it's not a paper target, but someone coming to do you harm. Folks, please check out their YouTube channel. Uh, they're, they're at uh, youtube.com slash Bravo Company USA. Also, head on over to their website and take a look at their spectacular products. Can't recommend their rifles enough. It's bravocompanymfg.com. Discover more about their products there, special offers, and upcoming news. That's Bravo Company M, like Mary, F like Frank, G like George.com. Bravocompanymfg.com. You won't regret it. Check it out. Okay. Back to the show. Speaking of heroes, we were discussing our military. Unquestioned heroes. Unquestioned. The bravery it takes to do that mission is amazing. And having been a former police officer, you know my heart is always with our law enforcement officers as well, the federal, state, and local level, the good ones. And there are an overwhelmingly high number of good ones who are genuine heroes. Well, I want you to listen to this audio because it matters. It's a little disturbing, but it's... You need to hear it because we talk a lot about our police officers and, you know, we don't want to see the bad stuff, but this is what happens to them. This is the audio of the shooting of police officer Ella French 
uh, a real hero, tragically killed uh, during a traffic stop. And I want you to pay very close attention to honor her memory. Her partner also is in very serious condition right now. They were Chicago police officers. This is the 911 dispatch audio. I shouldn't say 911. I'm not sure if they called her. This is the dispatch audio of the incident, the traffic stop where police officer Ella French, remember her name, was killed. And I want you to pay close attention to, one, the tragedy of the situation. So we, you know, we need to hear that and internalize it. But second, the skill of the dispatch uh, agent on the phone who does a couple things here. Notice the location. He mentions the location multiple times. Keith Thornton, I believe, is his name. And then he takes control of the situation immediately from dispatch, telling everyone, stay off the air. And I'll tell you why that's important from my experience in a moment. Listen to this. Mel Black, Blue, what you got? Down. I got an officer down. 101-10163 in Bell. Officer down. Officer down. Shots fired at the police. Officer down. Mel Black, a blue Cubs jersey. He's shot at the police. 63 in Bell. Give me some units. 713. Stay off my air. Stay off my air. Everybody stay off the air. I got an officer down. 63 in Bell. Start rolling. I got an officer down. 63 in Bell. Officer shot. Officer shot. Officer down. 63 in Bell. Give me some units. I want a perimeter set up in the location looking for a Mel Black and a blue Cubs shirt, a blue Cubs shirt with a male black. Perimeter set up two blocks east, north. And wearing all black. Okay, I got up. All black. Give me two ambulances. Two ambulances needed for two male, two officers down. Two officers down. Seven six three seven Adam. Ten four. We got them coming. Six one boy. Get those officers right at the corner. Six three and Bell. I want a perimeter set up three blocks north. Man, I didn't think that would hit me that hard. Because I, I, I've listened to it a few times already. It's just, um, you know, obviously the memory of police officer Ella French, that's the most important part. Her real hero, uh, dead, will never take another breath of oxygen because of these animals in the street running wild. Because they're allowed to run wild. Because our leaders, with air quotes, have decided to not lead and allowed the criminals to take charge. Her partner is in really, really grave condition as well. Shot during a traffic stop. Um, but I do want to extend my personal accolades for whatever those are worth to the dispatch agent there. Again, I believe his name is Thornton, uh, last name Thornton, who does some things right there that I want, I want you to recognize the, the skill. This is obviously a stressful situation, obviously. Not just stressful, but on a scale of 1 to 10. Probably a 10 on the stress level. You realize officers you care about, as this man, uh, this dispatch agent did, or dispatch officer, whatever it may be, whatever the title is, I don't mean to get it wrong, realizes that one of, uh, one of his, the people he works with is, could, could die. What does he do? Number one, he prioritizes the location. Did you hear him say at least, I think, four or five times, 6-3 and Bell, 6-3 and Bell, 6-3 and Bell. Well, why does that matter? Well, folks, obviously it matters because you're not going to be able to get reinforcements to come in and potentially save this officer's life in a shooting situation if they don't know where to go. So one of the things they teach you as a rookie police officer over and over again is don't, you know, it, it, what's, the, um, what's the line about, uh, you know, pilots, it's, uh, you know, navigate, then communicate or whatever if there's an emergency. Well, that applies to police officers in a different respect. Like engage first with the shooter so that you're not shot and then communicate. Communicate clearly where you are. You don't have to say nothing else other than the look. I promise you, and during my time with the NYPD, if you got on the radio and said nothing else other than 7-5 and Van Sindren Central or whatever it may be, you know, Sutter in, Sutter in Pennsylvania, whatever it may be, just thinking of locations when I was in the 7-5 precinct in Eastern New York. If you just said that, everyone knows what to do. No one's going to go, well, what does that mean? 7-5, uh, Adam, what are, what are you talking about? Uh, hold, if you yell into the radio, Sutter and Penn Central, I promise everybody's coming. Every cop listening knows that. Location, location, location. But the dispatch agent there knows to do that and says multiple times, 6-3 and Bell, 6-3 and Bell, 6-3 and Bell. 
Second, he says something any professional dispatch uh, officer knows what to do right away. He says, stay off the air. Because what happens with these radio systems is you can what's called step on someone else. Now, they probably advanced a lot. I left the police department a very long time ago. Been out of the Secret Service 10 years now, too. If I talk and I'm the one being shot at and say 6-3 and... Well, what's 6-3? I meant to say bell, but someone else chimed in and said, what's going on? You step on them. The traffic gets cut off completely. No one can hear you. So this agent, who is a total pro, says, stay off my air. In other words, I wrote this down, let the person with eyeballs on the problem talk. And in this case, it's the officer being shot at and the officer's. Number one rule of dispatch and being and policing, get your location out. Number two, stay off the air. Let the eyeballs talk. Number three, what else happened there? Description. He says what, three times? Male black, blue cuff shirt. That's all you need, folks. Location first. Solve the problem. Second, stay off the air. Don't step on anyone. Third, get a description out. He does all of this masterfully. I'm glad to see some of the local media outlets in Chicago, despite this really unimaginable tragedy, have extended some accolades to this dispatch agent. He did a really amazing job, um, and he deserves those accolades. Those guys and ladies are real pros. Some of them have been doing it for a long time. Believe me, they take charge. They'll shut you right down. When I was in the 7-5, they will tell you those same things. Stay off the air. Let the eyeballs on the ground talk. It's a good job. And I hope the Lord rests the soul of police officer Ella French and gives the strength to the families going through this right now. Really horrible story. Just tired of reading these stories. I know you are tired of hearing about them. I wish we never had to do another one of these stories again. Whew. All right, breathe deep breath. On a lighter note, um, I do want to thank you very much. This morning, before we went on the air, my wife, the lovely Paula, sent me this survey. Edison Research did a comprehensive study on podcasts. And I mean as comprehensive as it is, based on listenerships. Now, if those of you have ever get or ever interested, been interested, or in the podcast space now, I don't know if this is maybe if this is a boring segment, Guy, tell me at the end and I'll chop it out. Just go to something different. Some of you may be interested in how podcasting works. I'm not going to give a big, long, war and peace, but there are two real separate metrics, and people confuse them a lot. There's downloads, and there's actually three, subscriptions, downloads, and listens. All I care about on my show and most podcasters are listens. I want to know who's listening to the show. It doesn't do me any good if people download it and don't listen. That I, I appreciate it, but it doesn't. I want you to listen to the show, right? And then you have subscriptions where people go to Spotify, they go to Apple and other platforms like Google Podcasts, whatever it may be, Amazon, and they click subscribe to my show. I appreciate that. But again, I prefer you to listen. I say that because there are tons of podcasters that have more subscribers than me. Not tons, maybe like four or five on the conservative side. But we have the second most amount of listens. In other words, we have the second biggest audience behind Ben Shapiro. He does a great job himself. We've been number you know, the number two spot for, I don't know, three, four years now, pretty consistently, thanks to you. So if you see on like Apple charts, you'll see things like top shows. Those are based on people who've subscribed. It's the episode you want to go to because that's based on listens. So they did a big survey, Edison Research, and uh, there you go right there. We were number 21 up uh, 19 spots from 40 just the last quarter. Uh, you'll see. Uh, it really, it's, I can't thank you enough. So the subscriptions and the listens matter. We deeply appreciate it. It means a lot. Thank you very much. You all are really listening to the show and it means a lot to us. Hey, um, let me just do this Antifa video last because it segues into two points I want to make about how I don't want to hear another word from FBI management about anything else until Antifa is ready um, until Antifa is becomes the subject of a national investigation for their terrorism. And I want to hear another word from liberals about insurrections until they're willing to fully combat Antifa and their terrorism. Here's a video here from Andy No of Antifa attacking Christians. 
leaving a prayer event in Portland. Yes, I said that right. Don't believe the leftist hype. There was a Christian group that had a prayer uh, event going on in Portland. And Antifa thought it would be a good idea to follow them out of the event, pop their tires, attack them, and throw explosives at them. Because it is a terrorist group of racist haters and uh, Christian bigots who hate you. And the FBI doesn't give a damn about it. Remember Chris Ray? I don't know about Antifa. It'd be an idea. Loser FBI director. Loser. And then you got leftists talking about insurrections. Not interested until you address Antifa. Shut your mouth. Here's Antifa attacking a bunch of Christians, telling them to go after the car. Get that car. Leaving a prayer festival. He's sick. Mother. Check this out. Yeah, yeah, those are your boys there, leftists. I don't want to hear another word from you about insurrections or the FBI or anything until you're willing to take care of this terrorist hate group in the United States. Not another word. Just shut your mouth until you address Antifa. You have no credibility at all. Take a seat. All right, folks, thanks again for tuning in. Don't, so, don't forget to submit your questions for the Friday show, the Ask Dan segment. How do you do it? Go to rumble.com slash Bongino. That's my Rumble account. Make sure you subscribe to Rand Paul's there as well. Um, subscribe to the show. It's free. And just comment under any of the episodes. Guy reads them, and we'll take your questions on Friday. Thanks for tuning in. See you on the radio show later. You just heard Dan Bongino.